I'm Dr. V. And I'm Dr. A. Two docs on a mission to answer your burning questions about burning sensations and all things science. This is What the Whoop. Okay. So I feel like all of our episodes are about my fucking dating life these days. <laughs> well, your life is more interesting than mine. <laughs> I mean, I guess, but it's starting to feel like a little bit narcissistic that all we talk about is my life. And I, I can tell you about my life. I'm just not sure. I mean, I be enjoyable. I feel like we need to. <laughs> I can like, talk about me sitting in a house and pure, how I drove to sit in another house for a while. <laughs> purely for our listeners, I feel like they should know a little bit more about your life instead of my fucked up dating life. Well, okay, so yeah, very very different situation. Um, because we've we've been stuck. So it's me, my husband, and and my two teenagers have been in our house since since the lockdown started, and we've been you know we've been honoring. Everything that we've been asked to do, we've been really strict with the quarantine. Um, that was really important to us. And I think my husband was just like, I'm, oh, I need something. Like, we need some sort of thing. And we're just going stir crazy like everyone. And it, it just so happens that our our family has a little cabin in Washington. And so it's it's very rural. It's very remote. Um, nobody uses it except for us. And so it would be just a change of pace instead of quarantining in our regular house to go quarantine in a different house. But we had to <laughs> right. figure out, like the, the hardest part of this was figuring out how do you get to that place. Safely. Uh, yeah, it's like up the West Coast. And so for me, that was the biggest struggle. I, it would be super stressful. Like, yeah, I, I was super stressed about it. Um, I I spoke with my doctor, who is like a traveling health physician. She was working in a in a COVID hotspot in in Orange County for a few weeks, and so she kind of talked me through the safest way to do it. You know, there's obviously not you can't eliminate all of the risk, but um, we decided that we thought this was going to be you know, a, a calculated risk for us um, in terms of how we did it and definitely better than going in a plane. So we drove. So what were her suggestions to keep you yeah, safe? Yeah, yeah. So her suggestions were to, um, you know, minimize the number of nights you had to spend in like hotels and stuff, Yes. you know. So, um, so there was that. And then if you could get an Airbnb, um, or at least a hotel, like, ask for one that wasn't occupied the day before, mm-hmm. open up all the windows, air the place out, you know, wipe things down. I will say, um, we, so we were driving the three states we were in, California, Oregon, and Washington. We were in hotels. Um, they were all really, really strict. They all had different things that they did or didn't do, but every single one of them, like one of them wouldn't even let you in the lobby. Like you had to be buzzed in if you were a guest, like you couldn't go to check in. There was, there was, so they were limiting the amount of people they allowed. Yeah. The the lobbies were all empty. All the pools were shut down. Like really, basically they were all like, you check in, you go to your room, you don't come out and you leave, which, which was good. Right. Um, and they, they all had like signs posted by the elevator saying no more than two people in the elevator, (laughs) unless it's like your family members. Right. Right. Um, so, you know, it, I, I was pleasantly surprised. Um, and, and I think everybody did a good job of protecting, you know, the, the hotel workers and stuff as well. They weren't cleaning the room. So there were a lot of precautions, which, which was good. Um, the, the, you know, the rest stops, I think that was the other scary thing. It absolutely <laughs> is. That's what I tell all my friends. Like, 
it's stopping to go pee and yeah. get food on your road trip that's going to be the biggest worry. Yeah, and we that's did why all, I'm all yeah, pro like, RV, you know. Yeah, all, all drive through and takeout, mm-hmm. um, obviously. And then I was checking, are all the rest stops open? Because uh, a lot of private, like, the places you would normally maybe be able to stop, like the McDonald's or wherever, like they were all closed um, on, yeah. on the inside. And so you really had to rely on those. Gas um, stations. Some gas stations were open and some weren't. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it was really just sort of a, a crapshoot with that. And then the rest stops were mostly open. And, you know, it's just like, well, shit, you got to put your mask on and Get in and I mean, yeah, and just sanitize the fuck out of your hands yeah. when you're done. Yeah. I mean, I'm lucky because I have a travel trailer. So anywhere I go, I'm traveling with my kitchen and my bathroom. Yeah. And so that it's would be really ideal. nice. But but not everyone has that, you know? Yeah. So we got up there and then we basically stayed in the cabin for a month. And so, you know, we rode out two weeks. We were good. We en- enjoyed the rest of our time. And then we drove back. And now we're at two weeks from the time we get back. So, mm-hmm. so it's good. Um, you know, I think that's kind of one of those things where we, because we were driving through some really pretty areas, like we were able to enjoy ourselves while still being safe. Like we drove down the coast instead of going it's down the, the freeways. It's the most gorgeous drive ever. Yeah, it was beautiful. So we got to see Big Sur, mm-hmm. you know, we'd like pop out if it was an open area vista and there was like one other car there 30 feet away. So, I mean, I, I think there are still ways and it, it just, it, it's so frustrating when you see people saying how like my civil liberties and all this other stuff. It's like nobody at this point, the suggestions change every day because we're learning more every day. Right. And, and being outside is safer than being inside, but that, that doesn't mean you just take your mask off and run around like an asshole and and cough on everyone. So like, it really was not a big imposition to be outside and wear your mask. If there were other people around, you know, I, I, (laughs) like, Oh, so you're saying it wasn't hard to not be an asshole. Yes. It was not hard. Strong I mean, work. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's the thing. And, and here's the deal, too. Like, you had a month-long vacation, and you didn't have to go to crowded beaches like everyone's doing in fucking San Diego right now. Right. Like, you could still have a great time, still be in, out the door, in the outdoors, still have your leisure with your family, and not crowd the beaches and put everybody at risk. Yeah. You know, we found... We found outdoorsy things to do, like walking, hiking. There's so much hiking up there. Yeah, um, so cool. And, you know, being July, there were, it was crazy to me. We'd drive by these beaches where people were literally like right on top of one another. Yeah. And that's that was scary. Like we did, did not do that. Um, so I, I think, you know, obviously everybody has their own comfort levels. Um, but I, I don't think the choices are lock yourself up like a hermit which is fine totally for, fine. like especially if you're immunocompromised like that that's appropriate but we're not people that are telling you to take precautions are not saying you have to do that if you don't want to like you can right. still do some stuff you can still be outside Just be careful and yeah don't, like i you know the fact that we were talking in our last episode about public health officials are talking about like how to have safe sex it's like look we understand people are not going to the, like there's a limit to how much 
your average person is going to tolerate being locked up in their home. Yes, and being celibate. That's not what people are asking you to do. They're asking you to engage in the world in maybe a slightly different way and not be an asshole. Like literally the masks. Seriously. Wear your masks. That's it. Like, we're not asking a lot. Masks and wash your fucking hands. It's it's so frustrating, you know, because right now the whole discussion all summer was what was school going to look like in the fall? And had everybody been doing these relatively, you know, easy, easy things like wearing masks, like we could be back in school. Everything could be very close to normal. Yeah. If people would have followed rules in March, April and May. Yeah. You know, but everyone had to throw hissy fits, yeah. opened way too early, people weren't properly isolating, and now we're here with like higher than ever numbers. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. So we we drove through on our way from San Diego, we drove through Orange County in LA, and those were the scariest places. Yeah. Like you could tell they were experiencing a lot of hotspot stuff and really like don't roll down the sure. windows. <laughs> Keep the windows up, <laughs> recirc the air, <laughs> pee in a Gatorade bottle if well, you no, have like, to go. Like literally on the way down, there are no rest stops on on the freeway. And in yeah. Orange County, gas stations were shut down, restaurants were shut down. Like I literally had to like cross my legs mm-hmm. and speed until we got to the rest stop passing I I have an interesting story about um one of my friends from Southern California her kid is going to college she had to drop her kid off in college in Hawaii how did they even get in oh it's crazy so they they actually changed their like rules like three times before yeah. the whole drop off happened but the most recent is that um you come in you fly in, you go directly to your hotel room, yeah. and you quarantine for two weeks. And they will drag your butt to jail if you don't, right? Dude, I didn't realize. Like, at first I was like, how are you going to, like, enforce 500 people quarantine? No. She told me they have a single-use room key. <gasps> yeah. So what happens is, so she and her son share a room. You know, um, they are allowed to leave the room only to get ice. Uh, when they order in their food, the food gets delivered to the lobby, and then a hotel person brings it from the lobby to their room. They leave it at their door and knock on their door. Now, if they need to leave the room to get ice, the son or she, only one person, leaves the room. The other has to stay back in the room because they have a key that only worked the one time to yeah. get them in the room. Wow. It's basically saying, yeah, we'll know if you fucking leave and go to the beach. Yeah. It's crazy. I was like, dude, that was genius. Yeah. Oh, well, that's how you do it. That's how you manage things. Well, and and they have every reason to manage oh, things uh, yeah, there. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, everybody has every reason to manage, but it seems like maybe Hawaii's doing it right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just sad. It's 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 terribly sad where where we are right now and our um our school district, you know, you can't open Um, we have not fulfilled the requirements for opening in person. And to be honest, I mean, I was, I was relieved that the school district, they went through this whole, I think, sort of performative act of asking you to choose for your children, whether they were going to be in a hybrid model or virtual learning. And it's like, we all know there's no way, like the numbers don't add up that we can't open. So can we just, you know, get over that instead of me having to tell my kids. And so, I mean, it was good because it did, it made us have this conversation and I was kind of explaining to them, you know, we're, we're very fortunate where in 
our situation, I have kids in high school and I work from home anyway. So it's an inconvenience for them. They're bummed, but it's it's not like, oh my gosh, I can't, I have to quit my job because I have young kids. Like this is having significant impact. My sister-in-law is in that situation. She is an elementary school teacher and she's a good one. She's the kind that like literally goes home and worries about her kids yeah. in the classroom. And we were talking about that the other day because my nephew is starting kindergarten oh, this man. year. Yeah. And my niece is, what is she, two years old? Yeah. So, and both are very active children. Yeah. And, and she's like, I don't know how I'm going to teach my third graders virtually and also help my son in kindergarten learn virtually because we all know kindergarten's about social skills and a little bit of reading, but yeah, it's crazy. Everything's messed up. And so like, I, I want to be sure that, you know, I, I have the deepest sympathy for the fact that like this is incredibly disruptive and right. we all wish that we didn't have to be in this situation, but you know, we, we brought are. this on ourselves yeah. um, to, in a lot of ways. And of, of course we want our children back in school, but like if my husband's company won't let them in, like you ask every adult who works in any sort of corporate environment, would you guys have a full day in-house meeting with other people and they all say, hell no, then why would you expose your children? Right. Well, and I think the original thought process was, oh, well, kids aren't getting sick. Kids don't carry virus. This is a low risk situation. Well, now we've gotten the research back and the data back shows that kids are the germ factories we've always known them to be Yeah, and that they're just have the majority of them have monster immune systems so they don't show symptoms which is again what we've always known and so it means that we're super at risk with the kiddos just as much as you know them spreading flu or the common cold and and now we're going to have them in a group setting try getting a kid to keep a mask over their nose no, and mouth no all way. day and and they touch everything. everything even even the older kids that you can reason with still do hell i do when i have a, my crappy mask on that doesn't fit right and i'm trying to talk i touch that thing constantly because it keeps moving and falls below my nose yeah and so like it's it's a high risk situation and we're also seeing that like Georgia is they're the ones that closed late and started um and then reopened mm-hmm. early. Yeah. Their numbers are through the roof and And that's with them fudging. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like like we're seeing everything that we were trying to prevent yeah. is happening in those um, you know, deeply conservative states that didn't believe coronavirus was real. Yeah, stop fucking politicizing science. It just, right. it, it is and it sucks. And nobody's saying it's not a big deal. It's a huge deal. This is. is horrible. And no matter what happens, it's going to suck. It's going to, like teachers are put in an impossible position. It is impossible to teach children in an environment like that very well. It just <laughs> is, you know, and and it's not fair to ask them to put themselves at risk. And asking, like saying you signed up for this, like I will flip you off left and right. They did not sign up right. to be exposed. But, but I will say I have a friend who's a teacher who's on the more conservative side of things and has been 
posting shit about civil liberties being taken away and how everything should be open and so, blah, 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 so blah. So he's ready to go back? Yeah, no, he's oh. not. Oh, oh, so wait. I know. And that's where I'm like, I'm like, you mm. fucking hypocrite. Yeah. So you didn't think it was a big deal when you could maintain your own safety. Yeah. But now it's a fucking big deal because someone else is making the rules for you. Yeah. And now it's real. Yeah. Like now you as a teacher are pissed that your school is opening, even in a hybrid model. Like, and you get it. And you should get it, but you should have got it two months ago when you were posting your anti-mask civil liberties shit, because mm -hmm. now it all got real. And now you understand what all of us scientists have been saying this whole time. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I, I'm having a difficult time wrapping my head around the fact how we're ever going to get past this when people are so selfish that they can't. And, and, you know, even when they, like, I think that there are a lot of people that genuinely believe, like, in their hearts because they've bought into whatever is being told to them. Like, I don't, how do you deal? How, how do you get through when somebody is convinced that you're the sheeple mm -hmm. and, and they're the ones and there's like all the QAnon. Oh, well, clearly you're, you're pro, what is it? You're pro child sex trafficking. If you want to wear masks, God. like, and, like, I, I don't know how we get past this. If, if we, <laughs> if our country had the same attitudes about looking out for each other in 1945, as we did now, we'd all be goose stepping, you know, <laughs> like, I, it's crazy. So, like we would have lost the war. It's just, we can't come together. It's I, crazy God. to me how there are so many people that truly believe that this is all about taking Trump down and ruining the, like the elections and all of that. Right. And I'm like, wait, so what you're saying, let me get this straight. You believe the entire world yeah. decided mm -hmm. that, uh, that we need to get rid of Trump yes. and fuck him over. And they let's each, make up a pandemic. That's each the country way to do it. was willing to sacrifice yeah. hundreds of thousands of their own humans right. and also resources, yes. all to bring down one human. Yeah, like people. Who's the sheeple now <laughs> that really believe this oh. shit? And and like, here's the thing that uh, you know, if you're gonna believe it, uh, yeah. I, I've stopped trying to argue. You know, but. When I'm wearing my mask, like, I don't ask what you believe. Right. I'm wearing, like, I genuinely want to protect all of you. There's yeah. 160,000 dead people. And I don't know how many of them are conservatives or liberals. Like, I don't care. Right. I didn't want any of them to, to die a horrible death. Like, no. this is not, like, truly. I feel that. like you and I wear a MAGA mask. I don't care. Yeah, I don't care what it says. Like have Trump on your face. Wear a mask like, that says moist. <laughs> <laughs> like wear the most offensive thing. Seriously, I don't get it. Like, I fuck Biden and fuck liberals. Fine, fine. Wear fine. Just say whatever you want. Make sure it covers your nose too. Don't forget to subscribe to our WooCast on iTunes, Google Play, or directly on our website at whatthewoopodcast.com. You can email us at contact at whatthewoopodcast.com. We'd love to hear from you. What the Woo is an educational podcast, like it actually really is, and is not a substitute for professional care and advice. Please, for the love of God, seek appropriate medical care for any health care concerns and don't rely on podcasts. 
Opinions expressed are solely those of the doctors and not those of any sponsors or employees. Do we have any? 